Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. As I say, often I know y'all have, I know you're being pulled a bunch of different directions, so... I'm grateful that you're here, that you spend a little time, and for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, I'm very grateful that you're willing to do that. I do have some news on the homestead. It's very frustrating. Something has gotten in and started to eat the seedlings particularly the winter squash down at the base of it. I have a feeling it may be wascally wabbits, but I do not know that. I need to get a little game cam and put it out there. But I'm not a fan. I'm sure those of y'all at Garden can understand that. <sighs> Lord. If it's not one thing, it's another. But all the chicks are still alive so far. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to and share this podcast. Be with them and their families. Guide them, bless them, protect them from evil of any kind. Be with those in Israel. Bring peace to that part of the world. Peace to Israel and Jerusalem and the people that live there. God, our country, Lord, and those who lead us, help us to turn back to you in earnest in our actions and not just with words. And Father, thank you for the blessings that you've bestowed upon each of us. Help us to recognize them and be grateful for them. Help us to seek you first, to love you with all that we are, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. And guide my words, Father, please. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. So, we're going to go back. Oh, it just went away. It'll come back, though. The picture... There it is. Last one we read was from Warren Harding, 29th president, uh, newspaper editor in Ohio, state senator, U.S. senator. And we read from his inaugural address in 1921. What doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God? Another quote of his. I have always believed in the inspiration of the Holy Scriptures, whereby they have become the expression to man of the word and will of God. President Benjamin Harrison, he was the 23rd President of the United States. We've talked about him before. Grandson of the 9th President. 
William Henry Harrison and the great-grandson of the signer of the Declaration, Benjamin Harrison. Fought in the Civil War, Brigadier General, lawyer, Republican Party leader. As president, one of his prayers was for favor and help from Almighty God. And he wrote in a letter to his son, Russell, It is a great comfort to trust God, even if his providence is unfavorable. Prayer steadies one when he is walking in slippery places, even if things asked for are not given. <laughs> There's a lot there, folks. Not the most comforting in the sense of maybe not the most hopeful sometimes, but for those of y'all that have prayed for something for days and that turned into weeks, that turned into months, that turned into years that maybe even turned into decades and haven't received it. There's a reason. I don't pretend to know what it is. And I don't make light of the pain or the frustration or the anger or the questions that you have, the not knowing why God hasn't decided to act or change or respond to your prayer. And it's, it's not that he doesn't respond to us. It's just that we're not getting the response we want, I guess. But there really is a lot in that letter, that little quote to his son, because at least we have prayer. We have the ability to talk to God because of His Son, Jesus Christ. Because it gives hope. Hope that things might get better here on earth. Hope that God cares about us and is watching over us even if we don't understand it, can't fathom it can hardly stand it sometimes. And really the greatest hope of all that that one day we're going to leave all of this pain and sorrow behind. And that we're going to be in heaven where there won't be any more tears, no more sorrow or sadness. No more pain. For eternity. And that, that has to be hopeful. And that's what we have to cling to. There's a great, I, I cannot remember the pastor's name. I think he's a pretty well-known pastor today. Um, I don't know him that well, obviously, or I would be able to tell you his name. But he did a little 
illustration on stage at his church. I think it was his church. Maybe he's done it multiple places. I saw it years ago, and it was phenomenal illustration. And he, he was in the middle of the stage talking about why we focus so much on this life, on the temporary, on the seen, instead of focusing much more on the eternal life, the permanent, the unseen. And I've actually heard that in a sermon within the last week or so, comments from a sermon. But at any rate, so he's in the middle of the stage and he's talking about this and gets to whatever point and he says, let me show you what I'm talking about. And he walks off to the side of the stage and he comes back and he's dragging this rope by one end and he walks back to the middle of the stage and at the end of the rope, and some of y'all may know where I'm going by now, there's maybe four inches at most, I would think, but enough for the audience to see that the end of the rope is wrapped in red tape or some kind of material. But the rope just stretches off across the stage from where he had just gone and it just disappears out off the stage. And he goes, this is your life. And this little red part here, this is your life on earth. This is your your job and your country and your illness, your sick, you know, your pain. This is your phone and your sports and your TV and your marriage and your children and everything that makes up your life here on earth. He said, this is it, these four inches or so. And then he kind of, smiles a little and then looks to the right off the stage and points out there and he goes, everything else you see here is eternity. And kind of lets that sink in, you know, but the point is obviously, why do we focus so much on this little itty bitty infinitesimal part and we ignore what's going to last forever and so when you I know that was kind of roundabout but this comment by Benjamin Harrison to his son kind of reminded me of that it's a comfort a great comfort to trust in God because he's got all eternity that he's looking at it's not just a little slice of our minute or day or week or a couple months or years or whatever. So just think about that in whatever situation you're in, whatever heartache you're dealing with. It doesn't matter, folks, whether it's depression, anxiety, thoughts of suicide even, pain, chronic illness, heartbreak, divorce, the loss or unbelievable injury of a child, spouse, or being married and unloved, 
whatever it is, there is comfort to be had in prayer. And I know it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't seem like it, but I think often that's kind of what we talk about here on the podcast. I think a lot of times, folks, it doesn't seem like it because we're not really giving God our best. We're giving Him the leftovers. We're jamming Him in where we can, you know? Oh, I've got to pray today. Or I've got to read the Bible. Man. And we're not really delving into it, if that makes sense. And so then we come up against these really hard parts in our life, and we want this comfort, we want this peace, this understanding, this knowledge. But we haven't put the time in. You know, it's like playing a sport, and, and you kind of practice a little bit, and you step on the court or the field, and you expect a really great things, and of course you get run over and demolished. Pretty much the same way in our faith and in our marriages, folks. All right, so I think that's going to wrap up the little series on presidents. We're going to start another one on Patrick Henry. I'm not sure we've talked about Patrick Henry a lot. Uh, just, I mean, specifically, we've used a lot of his quotes before, but give you a little taste if you're not familiar he was a American revolutionary leader orator one of our greatest at that time and maybe ever he gave the give me liberty or give me death speech commander-in-chief of the Virginia militia member of the Continental Congress a member of the Virginia General Assembly and House of Burgesses helped write the Constitution of Virginia, five-time governor of the state, and this is coming out of America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations, by the way. You can find them a bunch of other places. Uh, quite a few of these quotes that we're going to read over the next few days, you can find in the Founders Bible, Patriots Bible, find them online, uh, Avalon Project, probably out of Yale, a couple others. Really, probably a lot. Uh, but at any rate, at the time that this book was written, uh, the only governor in the United States to ever be elected and re-elected five times. So, pretty phenomenal individual. And we will we'll get started on him next episode. If you get a chance and feel so inclined if you'd share the podcast with one person today I'd be very very grateful y'all are what help it to grow so thank you uh, if you feel like subscribing to the podcast it's three dollars a month and you get all of the additional episodes that we do the exclusive episodes that we do if you want to contact the podcast, American Soul Podcast at gmail.com. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages if you're married. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.